0: Mindfulness Mode, 171.
1: You need to be able to think and observe what's around you. You can't just hyper-focus on one thing. You need your mind to be open, and you need to be aware.
0: Reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness on Mindfulness Mode with me, your host, Bruce Langford. On Mindfulness Mode, we talk about how people from all walks of life have discovered mindfulness and how it's impacted their lives to help them become more calm, focused, and happy. Hey, Mindful Tribe. Today, I have an interesting, different kind of interview for you. I was at a live event in the summer with my son called Con Bravo. It was a chance to learn about gaming, cosplay, and so much more. Everywhere I looked, I saw elements of mindfulness. People I met were focused. There was a huge element of acceptance. And so many people seemed not to be judgmental then i met kaylin she's an expert at escape rooms she was the featured presenter at a session we attended afterwards i talked to her about the mindfulness of escape rooms she explained how participating in escape rooms can be a mindful experience you focus just on what you're doing but don't try too hard later our whole family went to an escape room and i proved to myself You need to relax and allow the answers to come don't push don't try too hard just allow so many elements of mindfulness are here because this was a live event please excuse the fact that the sound isn't always perfect on today's episode i think you'll enjoy this different kind of interview so sit back relax and let me know what you think We're here at Con Bravo talking here to Kaylin Scott. And Kaylin, are you in mindfulness mode?
1: Yes, I am.
0: That is terrific. Kaylin Scott is an expert at escape rooms. She works in escape rooms. She creates escape rooms. She's an artist. It's going to be so much fun to talk to her. So what got you into this? What made it so that you just wanted to work with escape rooms?
1: I've always been a huge fan of video games and I came across a series called Zero Escape. And it's an escape room series with a lot of puzzles involved in it and I just really loved it. So I thought, is this something that happens in real life? Is this like an actual thing or is this only in video games? Well, my boyfriend who's from China said, well, you know, in Asia, they have these things. And I was just so baffled and amazed by this. And then I found out that they started building them in North America. And after that, it was just escape rooms all the way.
0: So, Kaylin, if there's somebody listening today and they're just still a little bit lost, a little bit unsure of what we're talking about when we say escape rooms, can you fill us in and explain it a bit more?
1: Escape rooms or puzzle rooms are rooms where you're locked in there and given an objective. There's two types. There's one where the objective is purely to escape, but there's other ones where the objectives can be almost anything from finding someone's medicine to solving a zombie apocalypse to even trying to fight a fire.
0: This sounds like a lot of fun, and I know it is, and it's certainly a mindful experience, right? Because once you're in there, I mean, you really have to think about nothing else except getting out. Is that true?
1: It's very true. When you get in there, you can really only focus on the puzzles because you're in there with a time limit. So much so that you don't even know what time it is. You have to get an announcement at about five minutes to sometimes at about 30 minutes.
0: Are you usually in there by yourself?
1: Not usually. You're usually in there with a team of two to six people. Most experiences are not made for you by yourself. It's a lot of teamwork, so it's thinking together.
0: So are you usually in there with random people you've never met or do you usually go there with like five friends? How does this usually work?
1: It can work in a lot of different ways. There's Facebook groups where you can meet random people to meet up with and do room escapes. A lot of the time you do plan this with your friends and go with a group of people you know. Uh, Whether you guys fight or not uh, depends on the room. And sometimes there are room escapes that will set you up with complete random strangers to do the room.
0: And so does this mean then that you might escape from the room but nobody else will or do they get to escape if you do?
1: It depends on the room escape really. Some of them do set you up in teams where you do battle against each other to see who gets out first. Other ones expect you to work completely as a team to all be able to escape.
0: So you have to be really good at solving puzzles in order to get out of this room, is that true?
1: Not necessarily. As long as you can wrap your mind around the logic of puzzles, or at least be able to bounce ideas off of other people, you should be able to think your way through it.
0: What are some of the most creative kinds of puzzles that you've seen in escape rooms, Kaelin?
1: One of my favorite puzzles so far has been a puzzle that was completely braille. Now, usually if they're going to make you learn another language, they will leave some sort of hint around. In this case, it was a complete wall of encyclopedias. So you had to look at this and go, oh, this is Braille. So once you had that figured out, you can go through all of the books to try and figure out what was going on and then actually use the Braille to solve the puzzle and open the lock.
0: That sounds like a lot of fun, really challenging. Well, I understand there are escape rooms that just kind of uh, suddenly appear and maybe they're there for a month or a couple of weeks or a few months. Tell us about those.
1: Those are pop-up rooms. Now, they'll appear every once in a while, and they're usually situated around a certain theme. Uh, Zero Escape, the game I mentioned earlier, does have a pop-up one that's currently going around in the States. It should be coming to Canada. Uh, No quite sure on the date when, but it will be coming to Canada at some point. Uh, There's other ones, such as Dracula's Library, Castle Loma, and other ones that do pop up, uh, but have made permanent homes in Toronto.
0: So you help to create escape rooms. Can you explain what you actually do in that role?
1: In that role, I'm an artist. I'm brought in to help make the puzzles come to life. So someone writes down the puzzles on paper, they explain the puzzles to me, and then I try to make that puzzle happen. So whether it's creating a drawing, building a chest that has a mechanical rig, or even just going out and picking up locks, it's taking that idea from paper and making it reality.
0: So when people come to participate in an escape room, is there a way that you can help get them kind of relaxed and get them into the mood of what they're going to be doing in the event that they may never have done this before?
1: beforehand someone's going to explain to you all of the locks you may come across in the room because not everybody's seen a directional lock or a keypad and they may not know what it is. There's usually a story to go on behind the room, so something that sets you in the mood of the room, whether you're about to solve the curse of a mummy's tomb or just in your crazy old Aunt Edna's place trying to find her medicine. There's always a story behind the room. Uh, Other things they'll tell you is don't overthink it because if you overthink it, you're probably not going to have a good time. Thinking too hard just leads to no escape. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, here at Con Bravo, Kaylin, you were doing a presentation yes- yesterday or Friday, I think it was Friday, about escape rooms, and you told us a story that explained why there's, n- you know, age is no limit. You told us about some women that came to the escape room that you work at. Can you tell us that story now?
1: definitely. So we had a group called Sunday Funday, and I swear, they looked like the Golden Girls, possibly even older than the Golden Girls. They came in, they've never done an escape room before, but they're local to where the escape room is. And they were just so excited to do this. They went in, they had a wonderful time. They actually made it really, really far. And the logic and thought processes that they had when they did this was amazing to watch. I got to Game Master for them, and they had a wonderful time. They didn't really escape, but they left feeling a lot smarter than when they went in.
0: So if you had people come and they didn't escape and then they just wanted to come back and come back and come back and come back, they were so persistent that they wanted to figure it out, but it took them a long time?
1: This actually happens quite often. A lot of escape rooms will have a second timer discount because you've already gone and completed maybe 25% of the room and you want to complete the rest of it. So you will often get a discount that can take up to 50% off your visit to go and do this escape room again and just keep doing it and doing it until you get it.
0: I expect people do this to celebrate maybe events or parties. Can you explain some of the events people use to uh, come to escape rooms for?
1: Personally, I regularly attend room escapes for my birthday, my boyfriend's birthday, my friend's birthdays. Uh, We have a lot of people that come with their soccer teams to celebrate victories. Even here at Con Bravo, the staff went and did the escape room in town just to celebrate the fact that the con is kicked off.
0: (laughs) That's cool. That's really fun. I bet it can really help bond people who come, because you're basically working as a team a lot of times, right?
1: Very much so. Uh, We had a mother that booked her daughter and her boyfriend who she was fighting with at the time to go into the room together. Um, she said, you're probably going to see some yelling and everything. But by the end of it, the relationship was actually really strong. They came out very happy and, uh, worked through the differences because they had to work together.
0: I'm wondering if there's sometimes humor in escaping. Can you tell us some humorous, uh, escape rooms or some humorous scenarios within the, the escape rooms?
1: one of my favorite ones that I've run into is a scale. Now, a lot of people are scared to step on scales, so people just will avoid the scale. But you actually have to step on the scale, and it's going to read the wrong weight every time. It's going to read the same weight for anybody that steps on it. And the people that come in there are have very different reactions to it. There's people that'll sit there and go, oh, this scale's very complimentary, and other people are like, the scale says I'm fat. But a lot of people tend to just avoid the scales altogether, and it's Kind of hilarious to watch, and honestly, if you're in an escape room, the point is to check everything. So don't just avoid it because you're kind of scared of it. Check it out.
0: I know you probably have to be discreet about some of the tricks and things that are in escape rooms, but can you tell us some of the trickiest types of of things that people will encounter in escape rooms?
1: Maps are your worst enemy. A lot of escape rooms will use old maps, and you're going to have to calculate coordinates. So if you're really good at map reading, awesome. Uh, my friends and I are not, so we tend to run into problems with those. Sometimes rooms will also get you to do algorithms for math, but those ones tend to leave you some note paper so you can write down your ideas as you go and don't have to do it in your head.
0: Well, my son is very math and science-oriented, so I expect he'd do really well with escape rooms. But how about somebody that's very artistic like yourself? What sorts, of, what sorts of things would work really well for them?
1: Being able to have a spatial sense of where you're going and what you've seen, a memory of things that you've seen on the walls, or even just picking out the finer details. If you have an eye for these fine details, you can find things that other people who are more literal-minded have missed.
0: Being artistic, what are some of the most fun, artistic things you've created for escape rooms?
1: At this point, my claim to fame is Aunt Edna's condo in Hamilton at the Crux. In that room, uh, there are about 20 paintings hidden somewhere in the room uh, in various places. I created every single one of those over the course of three days with nothing but markers.
0: Wow, that sounds really fun. So do you sometimes get your friends involved in creating some of these puzzles?
1: At this point, it's always been my coworkers. workers uh, I was hired on by a team, and they just had me go from there. My friends do get to come in and test the rooms sometimes, so I've been able to talk them into letting my friends who do escape rooms with me all the time come in and just make sure the room is running smoothly before it gets released to the public.
0: Kaylin, now that you've mentioned about pop-ups, I wonder, do people often talk to you about maybe creating an escape room for them? Maybe they have an extra room somewhere or an office or something like that. Do you have people requesting that from you?
1: At this point, it's really hard to do anything like that because you need proper permits. You can't just go and build a room. You need to have every single permit in place. So as much as people want to do an escape room, they don't always have the paperwork to do it.
0: Okay, that's good to know, because it just sounds like something that would be fun. Now, sometimes do people set up something like this in their own home for just a personal party? Is that ever done?
1: It is. They're working on building kits for people to do this thing, kind of thing at home, and even in classrooms. So people will take it to schools as well. It's called Escape Room in a Box. Uh, there's a Kickstarter going right now. I honestly don't remember much more than that, but it is basically everything you need to have a mini-escape room in your house.
0: You mentioned the ladies that came in. Can you think of any other really funny people who came in to solve these puzzles?
1: We had a group come in from the States. They were from Texas and called themselves the Texas Rearrangers. They were visiting family in Hamilton. Uh, It consisted of a 14-year-old girl, her 9-year-old brother, the mother, the father, and the aunts. Uh, They went into the room and the girl decided to be a complete drama queen, starfishing herself on the floor, screaming, we're never getting out of here. Ah!" And the brother who grabbed one of the props in the room and decided to dance to build moral support. So obviously watching them on the camera was pretty amusing. (laughs) (laughs) That
0: sounds hilarious. (laughs) Kaylin, how about some people who have come into the room and they've just been too serious and just not been able to kind of relax with it? Have you ever had anything like that happen?
1: Definitely. Not everybody feels comfortable going into the room. You'll get a lot of questions beforehand, but some people will go in there so serious and so focused on trying to solve this that they kind of put themselves in a corner. You need to be able to think and observe what's around you. You can't just hyper-focus on one thing. You need your mind to be open and you need to be aware. You need to rely on your teammates. You're not a one-man army in this situation.
0: You know, it just sounds like fun. I can't think of anything negative about it at all. But then I was talking with someone yesterday about Pokemon Go, and even though that seems like a fun, enjoyable activity, there is some negativity around it. Is there any negativity around escape rooms at all that you've heard?
1: There's been a couple people that give bad reviews to escape rooms. We've had people come in that just don't enjoy themselves. They find the puzzles too hard, or they're too frustrated because they didn't beat it. People tend to get upset when they lose, and they're not very happy when they lose. So you do have some people that feel a little bit like a sore loser and say they're never coming back or doing anything like it again, which is kind of sad, because you would like to see people try it again. Maybe not the one that you work at, but trying other ones, because every escape room's a bit different, and just because one room wasn't your cup of tea doesn't mean there isn't going to be a room that's your cup of tea.
0: I think you mentioned that escape rooms started in Asia. Could you tell us a little more about that, and then when and where they moved in North America, and what the order was? Are they all over North America? Tell us that.
1: Escape rooms originally started from video games, uh, things like Manic Mansion and Dizzy, both of which were American-made and a UK-based game. But Asia likes to have the pop-ups and the cafes and interesting things like this And they have a lot of game shows that incorporate some of the dangers and puzzles of escape rooms So it's kind of a normal natural step that they went into escape rooms now further from that uh, North America the states specifically saw this happen and started picking it up thinking oh, this is fun Same thing that they did with maid cafes and Canada's shortly followed suit And now it's all over in the UK as well and parts of Europe.
0: So basically you can find escape rooms in any major city in Canada or US, is that right? Or even in Australia?
1: At this point, I know of two in Australia. To be honest, I don't remember the names. Uh, There's one in New Zealand that I know of. There is one in Russia, one in Germany. There's about four in England that I know of, one of which takes place at an actual haunted castle. Right now, there's too many in the States to count. Same with Canada. I don't know of any in Mexico or South America or Africa, though.
0: I can't wait to experience this. I have not experienced an escape room yet. My son has on a number of occasions, so I'm really looking forward to it. Anything to add that you'd like to fill us in with before some of us go out and get our own experiences in escape rooms?
1: Don't go in there overthinking things. Remember the kiss rule. Keep it simple, stupid, or else you're going to have a bad time and it's not going to be very fun for you because nobody wants to go in there and hurt themselves thinking too hard for something that turned out to be really simple.
0: Well, it is going to be a mindful experience, that's for sure. And I think it's going to be not only mindful, but it's going to be fun and uh, just really something that I will not forget anytime soon. So, Kaylin, thanks so much for joining us here on Mindfulness Mode.
1: You're welcome.
0: Have a great rest of your day, Kaylin. You too. Thanks. Bye now. Bye.